Hello, moms. Welcome to the Honest Mom Podcast. This is my book series where I am going to be going through each chapter of my book, reading a small little bit, just a little teaser for you to um, get you excited about this book. And this week, we are focusing on chapter one. And chapter one is titled, If I Could Turn Back Time. And we're going to be focusing on this wonderful world of nostalgia and motherhood. So I hope you enjoy this week's episode, chapter one of my book, The Honest Mom Project. Acknowledge your feelings, break free from expectations, and build your beautiful life as a mother. Let's be real. We're not being completely honest about motherhood. Sure, we all talk about how we hate the sleepless nights, the breastfeeding, how our partner doesn't help us enough, and the toddler meltdowns. But I want to know what's going on with I'm Michelle Mansfield, author and founder of The Honest Mom Project. On this podcast, we're going to talk about the motherhood shit that no one talks about, not even your best friend. Come join special guests, mom friends, and myself as we share our stories with love, honesty, humor, and definitely a few appearances from my potty mouth. Let's validate what we're all going through so we can acknowledge each of our own feelings with confidence. Let's start being honest moms with each other. Welcome to the Honest Mom Podcast. Chapter one, if I could turn back time. Was I ready for the biggest change yet? I found out I was pregnant on Father's Day. Could it get any cheesier than that? Ironically, I was by myself as my husband was on the road with his son driving to a baseball tournament. It felt a bit off to tell him on the phone, but I knew I didn't want to wait until he got back. Obviously, telling him on Father's Day was too perfect to pass up. Yes, I was excited, but there was also the strangest feeling inside of me. Even though I connected to the fact that I was going to have a baby, There was still this, quote, it's just me, end quote, feeling that continued up until the day she was born. My pregnancy was beyond easy, and for a while, there really wasn't any evidence that had me truly believing I was about to become a mother. When my belly popped a few months later and then eventually expanded, I still wasn't in mom mode, probably because I'm typically a deal with it when the shit hits the fan type of person and tend to be disconnected until I absolutely have to. This whole mom role just didn't seem real yet, but shit was about to get as real as it can get. Nothing prepares you with how you will feel after your baby is born, nor can you fully prepare, predict, or even guess what it will truly be like. Sure, there are plenty of movies, television shows, reality shows, books, doctor's appointments, and even some funny stories from friends and family, but the true reality is different for every mother. We all have our own interpretations, beliefs, feelings, reactions, chemical makeup, and history that create our own experiences. I won't say that my friends' stories, mother's advice, 
or a paragraph in one of the 30 what to expect baby books didn't influence me in some way. My husband was in the been there, done that club, having already raised two children, where he had some incredible tips and tricks that had me saying, how the fuck did you know that? I could collect advice, tips, and tricks about my baby until I was blue in the face. That was something I could handle and felt I could somewhat prepare for. My baby. What I wasn't prepared for was how my own world would change and how I would feel about my new role as a mother. I didn't even think about how my own world was going to change and how incredibly challenging it would be. I was never warned that I was going from a life of 100% me to 99% my baby. No one gave me a heads up that during a simple trip of getting diapers at Bye Bye Baby and a much needed breather, that I would be getting texts from my husband at 10.15 a.m. saying, she's hungry. Then at 10.17 a.m., she's starting to cry. Then at 10.20 a.m., she's crying really hard. I wasn't told I'd be panicking in the car, tears streaming down my face, pissed at the world because I couldn't get there any faster. I didn't get the memo that at the stoplight, I would scream out loud, what the fuck have I done? So there's other sections of this chapter and all the chapters in this book that go into different ways with my story, as well as ways that can, you know, tips and things that can help you. And one of the sections that I really like in each chapter is called What's Really Going On, Mom? And it goes deeper into the reasons behind the feeling of that chapter. So what's really going on, Mom, with this chapter? It has to do with the topic of nostalgia. So I diagnosed myself with being nostalgic with all these changes in my life to include the adjustment as a new mom. However, there's a big difference between being nostalgic, where you talk about the good times, versus holding on to the past to where it paralyzes you. Nostalgia can be a very healthy emotion that can benefit not only your present, but also your future. Nostalgia can positively connect you to your past, people of your past, and learn from, allow you to learn from your past to create an even better future. As moms, I believe we are more sensitive to this as we have a heightened awareness of how quickly life can change. However, on the other side of living in the past, the other side of living on the past can keep you stuck and prevent you from finding the life that you should be living right now, the life you deserve. Even though I warmly reminisce about certain events and people of my past, there have been times where certain changes brought on debilitating anxiety inside of me because of my fear of the future and how I would handle it. If nostalgia is supposed to be all warm and fuzzy, why did I seem to have a nervous breakdown and latch onto the past when a big change was in front of me? It was safer and comforting for me to long for what was rather than what could be. 
it was invulnerable to go back to a life that was established, somewhat predictable, and a life I had pride and confidence in. When I became a mother, I basically went into a mourning state of my past life, disconnected from my present, which prevented me from moving toward the future. I never had a funeral or any sort of closure to be able to say goodbye to the life and recognize that to, I'm sorry, and be able to say goodbye to that life and recognize that I was an entirely new life. As a new mom, why couldn't I let go and be vulnerable so I could welcome this new life in front of me? This wasn't nostalgia and something bigger was going on. So I'm skipping, skipping, skipping. I have um, sections in each chapter about what these feelings really mean or a human basic you know, need. And I usually, um, depending on the chapter, title it what you're searching for. And in this, in this chapter, what you're searching for when you're looking back for that past life, I continue reading. Feeling safe and secure about your future is a basic human need that is probably amplified when you become a mother. It's a natural human behavior to avoid pain and to seek things that will give you pleasure. If we want to get technical here, the safest and most secure state to live in is a life without change. I'm sure you will agree, though, it's an impossible way to live. If change is, about, is bound to happen, how are we as mothers navigating through this huge change into motherhood? And at the same time, feeling safe and secure about our new life. This desire can motivate us to figure out our new world with excitement, but it can also create situations where you end up altering your life to avoid anything new coming into it. Let's figure out how you can welcome this change and figure out your own expectations, desires, and dreams so you can be certain about this. You can be certain that this is the life you're meant to live. So, the, you know, throughout the chapter, then I give you tips and just ways that you can get through these feelings. I'm not here to solve your problem, but at least to make you feel like you're not alone and maybe give you a little bit of, you know, motivation and, and good feelings behind that you're not alone behind, you know, these unmarketable feelings. Another section that I love in each chapter, and I love just the wit and it's just bold and to the point. Each chapter has a section called Someone Failed to Mention. So in regards to this, you know, missing your past life, if I could turn back time, someone failed to mention that I wouldn't immediately enjoy being a mother. I would have to say goodbye to so many things that I would miss these things as much as I did. I'd have regrets about being a mother. Not everyone feels the same way that I do. And finally, but there are so many that do. So the rest of the chapter, we go through ways that you can break some patterns, um, give you some, you know, just tips and tricks, not just from me, but other people out there that have amazing advice. And just, you know, for you to read these chapters and know that you're not alone is basically my main goal and to give you some confidence that your feelings are real, that you're normal, that everything's going to be okay, and that you have me to support you. So thank you so much for listening to a little bit of chapter one of the Honest Mom Project. 
acknowledge your feelings, break free from expectations, and build your beautiful life as a mother. So stay tuned for chapter two, which goes into the world of identity. And the chapter is your identity doesn't have to be a crisis. So take a listen to that when that episode drops. And until then, make one small step towards your honest motherhood. Thank you so much for listening to the Honest Mom Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review or comment so I can give you the content you deserve. To learn more, including what I offer to moms, check out michellemansfieldauthor.com. Most importantly, if you know a mom that needs to hear the words you heard today, please share the love and let's create a community of moms being honest for all of us.